Coming up, where's the magic? Let's find out. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike, the far in this equation. And I'm John, the near. All right, today we're going to talk a little bit about the Disney magic. I understand that that is kind of a common thing for a lot of people to uh, a lot of podcasts to talk about, but we're going to try and take a little bit different perspective. We're just not going to go all negative. We're just going to look at it from, you know, a very fair-minded perspective. I think that a lot of people are are just going up and down uh you know, left and right saying, ah, oh, the Disney magic's gone. And uh, I don't think we necessarily think that it's completely gone, do we, John? I mean, we're... It's definitely getting harder to find. It, it is, but, but we're going to talk a little bit about where we find it and uh, where we don't find it at this point and what is going on. So, okay, but first, John, how did your week in the parks go? Well, my week in the parks, I... Last Sunday, I believe I went to um, Horror Nights. I'm pulling up my uh, pictures here. Yep, I went to... Uh, oh, sorry. This is the problem with doing stuff on YouTube. Uh, I, I, I'm still not quite used to it. Um, yeah, last Sunday we went to... Horror Nights, and I am going to share my screen. Um, I kind of tried to um, imitate what I did the week before. So we went early. We got to park, um, you know, fairly uneventfully and uh, went to Islands of Adventure. But this time, though, I don't think we actually went on any rides in Islands of Adventure. I think last Sunday we did the podcast, and so we talked a lot about what was open at Islands of Adventure. And so I decided that I wanted to go there and uh, basically take a look and see what was open. And I know we had talked about the Hulk, and it turns out that you know, as I got there, the hawk was actually uh, running. I, I got there and was surprised to see because I really did hear that they were having problems with uh, the hawk. Um, you know, it literally got flooded like that. This tunnel that you can see right here that they're going in, mm -hmm. that was filled with water during the hurricane. And between that and the wind, I heard they had a lot of issues to take care of. But again, it, it was open, so I was glad to see that. Um, you know, and then I, I walked back to look at uh, Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls, and as you can see, that was not open. And I don't know exactly what happened with this. I do know it is a very complex ride, a lot going on in there. So, um, you know, it, it's... Uh, 
a lot of moving parts. It, it, when you look at this ride, like you can see there is just the, the parts you can't see. It's just amazing how much is actually going on in that ride and, you know, how long it is and how many different parts there is and how the water works. It was amazing because as you can see, some of the water is still working. But that's more the decorative water, and I think the water for the ride is maintained separately. So it does look but, like it's a little dirty, right? I mean, some yeah, of the yeah, I I guess. But like I said, I think normally they do keep the water separated to some level, and it, it's not really dirty. It just looks like uh, oh. like the the water itself is clear. And they put a lot of chlorine in this stuff too, so it's not gonna. Yeah. It's not there. There's there won't be anything living in Dudley Do Rights, that's for sure. But anyway, I was sad to see that that's not going. But everything else was. I mean, uh, uh, this is the other Popeye and Bluto's build your rats was going. Uh, I. Uh, so I, I didn't really go on any rides there. I just went over, um, took a quick look at islands just to see what was going on. Um, on the way out, there's some construction walls over in Marvel Superhero Island. And it made me think, I really like the uh, comic book Hulk a lot more than the Hulk they have now. It's like the, the Hulk they have now is, uh, what is he, Nice Hulk? Dr. Hulk. Uh, smart, smart, smart yeah. Hulk. Yeah. It's like I, when I was a kid, there was David Banner, and then this was the Hulk. He's not gonna, he wasn't too nice. But anyway, I, I like seeing the classic characters. They have Storm up on the wall. She was always a great character. But just nice to see them putting the uh, comic versions. It just reminded me that, you know, I, uh, I definitely enjoy that. So then we went over to um, Halloween Horror Nights. And this time, I'm trying to think what what houses we did. Um, uh, I don't even remember. It, 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 we're getting to that point of the year where I'm... I'm finding it difficult to remember. I know I did uh, Chupacabra was one of them. Mm. And I liked that one more. Actually, I think I did Chupacabra. I did the uh, the uh, prison one. I forget the name of it. And we did the Witch's Coven one. And I can tell you, those are three of my least favorite ones. But they all got a lot better than they were. Meaning over time they tend to improve mm -hmm. and i was impressed with how much more i like them than the first time it was you know towards the beginning of uh horror nights the first time i saw them i didn't really get any footage inside any of the houses but yeah i mean remember that chupacabra house scored pretty high with me but i remember you you weren't really enamored by it too much no i really wasn't that impressed by it when i went through but again i think i went through during a shift change or something so but again we didn't do we we went we did three houses and 
It was 7.49 p.m. as we are walking out. <laughs> so, you know, I say that a lot, but I, I bought Frequent Fear with Express, and it's expensive, but this is the reason why. I get to go to Horror Nights. I, I visit a few houses, and I'm home by 8.30, you know, and 8.30, you just can't beat that. It's... Uh, it's not a big night night out, but I would rather have a bunch of small night outs than one, you know, being at being at the park for twelve hours and being there till two thirty in the morning. I'm just not a, I'm not a fan of that. I'm a yeah. uh, old guy, I guess. I'm not. <laughs> but even when I was a young guy, I still would have preferred that. So. But anyway, that's about it for Universal. I I did want to mention. Uh, Against my uh, better judgment, we bought a nine and a half foot werewolf, <laughs> which you can see here. This is at my house. I wanted to mention that. See the moon? I see that. That's great. And he howls, and you can't see it, but his eyes have projection eyes, and they literally, you can, they're, they're, you know, it's, it's an impressive animatronic, but. Yeah, he's nine and a half feet tall, howling at the moon. So, I, I, I have to say, I, I also made a bad uh, purchase. <laughs> Actually, this morning, I went to Lowe's uh, on my way home. And uh, uh, before we hopped on the podcast there, I had to pick something up at Lowe's that I had already pre-ordered. And I jumped in there, and I we kept looking at that um, Haunted Mansion blow up, uh, the Doom Buggy. They have a doom buggy with the ghosts, you know, the hitchhiking mm -hmm. ghosts inside of it. And I kept looking at it and I almost bought it a couple of times. Well, it's on clearance now because they're trying to clear out their Halloween stuff. And I made it. I did it. I admit it. I bought a cheesy blow up thing, you know, now, haunted mansion. I'm interested in getting some more of these kind of things because you can't see it here. But my neighbor back here, he's got a giant nine and a half foot pumpkin yeah there you can see him a little bit back there he didn't have the lights on this night because he he glows like an orange so you know between the two two of us now we have two nine and a half foot monsters in our yard so we're, <laughs> you know i really want to get more I, I i think that would be a cool thing and uh, you know why not a couple more friends so i'm going to be on the lookout for after halloween because he was four hundred dollars yeah. Yeah. which is a lot of money. So I think after Halloween, I'm going to look into uh, look in to see if, if any of those are left that uh, on sale. So, but, and here's a, here's a clip of the uh, new, of the new uh, Beacons of Magic show at Epcot. Yeah, the, this is the one they did for the 40th anniversary. So for anybody that That's wonders, so and you know, we talked about that last week, but this is basically the uh, full screen version of it. And and uh, you know, this is my trip. I believe it was on Wednesday that I went. Man, I'm yes, glad they're Wednesday. glad they're still doing it. I really am. It sounds like uh, it's probably going to be there at least until the uh, Festival of the Holidays, I'll bet. 
Well, and this is a good example of our upcoming topic too, as of, you know, where's the magic? A lot of people say the magic is gone and all that. This is one of those things that, uh, you know, constantly reminds me that the magic is not completely gone. So, you know, I'm, uh, I'm uh, happy to say that it's not everything, all the magic isn't gone. It is getting difficult to find it. It is, uh, you know, it's not as easy as it was, but here's an example of where you can find a little bit of magic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, on Wednesday, I went to the parks by myself Um my uh, wife has family in town, and so I, uh, I like to go. I knew, I like to go to the parks for you know social media reasons at least once a week. I mean, uh, once or twice. So I ended up going to the Magic Kingdom by myself, and I, I, you know, the Magic Kingdom lately has really been not good, meaning. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know why that's all backwards, but the Magic Kingdom lately has been very difficult, meaning I went there, I, I got to the Magic Kingdom around uh, 5.45, you know, around 6 o'clock. Every single line was about 70 minutes plus, and I mean all of them, even, and, and, I shouldn't say that the little mer mermaid was about 50 minutes, but again, that ride is broken and unpopular and that's fit 50 minutes. I, I went there and I rode the uh, people mover once and that took about 30 minutes to ride that. And the park was just unbearable. And I had a new camera that I really wanted to test for low lighting. So I'm here by myself. Everything's unrideable. I don't have uh, lightning lane. So I went and I got on the monorail to uh, Epcot. And that's probably around 7 o'clock. I, I got on the monorail to Epcot. Yep, well, 7.40. And the nice thing about the monorail at a weird time like this, you know, that it, this is not a travel time typically is you can literally get a monorail car to yourself, which is what I did here, which was kind of an awesome experience. To, you know, you're on the monorail, you know, looking outside. It was really cool. And again, the Magic Kingdom was terrible. But this monorail ride was a lot of fun, you know, by myself. Like the scenes, it's just a, it was a very beautiful, memorable ride. So I went to Epcot, and um, Spaceship Earth was about a zero-minute wait. I basically hmm. walked right up and rode Spaceship Earth, no problem. So I did that. I, I watched the Beacons of Magic show. And then I was parked at the Magic Kingdom parking lot. So then I went back and I decided, why not go over to the Magic Kingdom and 
and uh, you know, get some fireworks views because I, I, I'm never around at that time. I'm by myself. So, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go get some clips of the fireworks. Well, I got to the Magic Kingdom and uh, I don't think I have much video footage of it, but it was unbearably crowded, mm. meaning I could not see the castle. And then the fireworks started to go off. Like in the past, I remember I was able to, you know, you walk in somewhere in the, uh, I don't know what they call it, the, the, the train station area, the hub down there. You could always find something. It may not be the best view, or you could walk up Main Street and find a place. Main Street is pretty big. I've always been able to find a place on Main Street somewhere, meaning, you know, you walk up. I'm only one person. I don't need the best view. All I need is a small square to stand on. Anywhere, I literally could not see any fireworks. I walked up Main Street. The only places available were behind trees. Like, there, not even an edge somewhere. I couldn't see half the fireworks. I couldn't lean in. It was absolutely unviewable with the amount of people there. And I ended up walking out. Like I turned around at some point and walked out and I thought to myself, I'm going to enjoy the walking path at this point. And so, you know, that's basically, I, I walked out and I uh, got some clips outside of the fireworks, like, you know, in front of the train station and stuff. And uh, that was pretty cool. Although they're not real high above it, but, you know, interesting perspective but again i literally could not watch the fireworks from anywhere without being there to wait first you know like i that, that was absolutely disappointing and you know i've been living here since 2017 and i don't think it's ever been like that it really has never been that way. Like I've always been, you might not have a good place to watch it, but you can always watch it somewhere where you can see it. And, and I had that experience at the Christmas party that I went to as well. I literally could not, I, I luckily my wife found a decent spot, but you could not even walk past anything to find a spot. So it was just, you know, crowded, so crowded with people that it was unbearable. But I did want to tell you, I did find a uh, a cool spot. I was on the walking path completely by myself, and look how beautifully you can see the fireworks. Oh yeah. Well, of course, that's. Uh, I was looking for something else. But anyway, you can see the fireworks perfectly from the walking path. You can hear the music in the distance, and there is nobody. Look, I looked down the path to show you. There is nobody there. And you're going to get a monorail view every once in a while, too, because that's uh, the monorail yep. track right there. Yeah, that's true. I did get that, and I'm trying to figure out which one it is. Like, it's... Yeah, look at that. As, as I'm walking, yeah. you can just see yeah, the explosions awesome. and stuff. I can honestly tell you that 
I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed this a heck of a lot more than I did the uh, the um, actually trying to go to the Magic Kingdom. It's funny. I definitely do have the monorail too doing it, but of course I can't find that anywhere. But yeah, the the view from there it's pretty darn nice. It really, really is. I, mean, I feel like this is what I already did. But anyway, I highly recommend going to uh, viewing it from uh, the walking path. Yeah, it's funny. I literally have a video between the palm trees with the monorail going by. And I don't know what's going on with this thing, but it's not there. Maybe it didn't get uploaded yet. But anyway, that's not important. It's uh, the important part is I did get to see the fireworks and from the walking path, they're pretty amazing. And from there, you know, we walked, or I shouldn't say way, I was by myself. I walked back to the, uh, the normal, uh, my normal route, which I really enjoy because it makes me feel better at the end of the night to get a nice, a nice walk. And so we went, I went through the Grand Floridian. Nice to see that all lit up. Um, but here's where it gets a little interesting. I had no idea, but you know how they, they got rid of the uh, Luau and they're mm -hmm. building a new DVC resort. Yeah. Well, to my surprise, well, I, I, actually, they didn't tell you anything. You walk up and it's just a big fabric wall and there's nothing there. So I walked out to the uh, exit of the parking lot of the Polynesian and then I saw a sign so I literally had to walk across the road. And again, they didn't tell me this. I was going to break the rules and just go walking. But you can see I'm across the street now just walking by, a, by you know, the, the lake in the dark. Like, it was really weird. I'm walking around in the dark out by the road <laughs> yeah. at Disney. Look at that. And, and again, I didn't even know I could do it because I, I, I was just literally going to walk along this road if I had to because I wasn't about to go back and wait for their transportation. So I would sooner walk in the middle of the road if I had to. So, you know, I did, I did that. It did take me back across the street to the Polynesian again. And it was just in the dark of the Polynesian. Like, I wasn't even sure where I was. You know, it's a Disney resort, so I found my way back eventually. But I thought that was a little exciting. I got to, uh, I got, I got to explore a bit and try to find uh, where in the where the heck I was and how to get back. And I'm glad they did this because before they literally just closed the path. And like I said, my wife and I had went and walked through the weeds by the side of the road and walked to the Polynesian instead like that. So I guess they figured people are going to do it regardless. We better make a clear path for them to go, which is cheap, cheap. 
it's cheaper than hiring someone to stop us, I guess. Uh, oh, sure. So anyway, I went to the Polynesian. I I wanted to get a dessert there that they have a dessert that I really like, and the uh, the uh, place that they have to do that was closed. So hmm. the pineapple and I was open. But for some reason, it's the place that's right next to the monorail station by the Kona Cafe. They have a place where you can get coffee or snacks or whatever. And I, there's a snack that I like there, but they closed. And the other thing is I was uh, planning on getting gas at the gas station that's right by the auto care center by the Magic Kingdom. And it was... Um, it was around t a little after 10 o'clock by the time I got there and I, it was closed. So yeah, oh. my gas light was on by the time I got home. <laughs> but why the heck would Disney, where whoever runs the gas stations, why would they close a gas station? The park is open till 11. Cast members are going to be there till who knows how late. The amount of traffic that's going by that gas station yet is enormous for the night. And to close it before the parks, that is just weird. Like, I don't get that at all. Like, in my mind, I was like, it's going to be open at least till midnight. That'd be the minimum. No, it was closed. So just, you would have uh, thought at least till 11 o'clock, you know. Or yeah. I, it, with the people leaving the parks, you would, you would think they'd want that business, right? Yeah, I guess. Like, in my mind, after park closing would be one of the times where you see it the most. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was thought that was a little bit odd, but what can you do? So, yeah, that's it for the parks. I I I I went home from there, and uh, that is about it. I was just trying to find my. Uh, monorail one because i really do like that i i know i have it here somewhere i think it's, it's a great floor that is a great view though nah maybe it just didn't upload right or no nah, yeah i don't i definitely have it but yeah i don't want to Just didn't and, upload right, uh, right yet off of your phone. Yeah, that's all right. So anyway, it was a, uh, it was an interesting night. But the only ride I went on was Spaceship Earth. I spent most of the time, or no, and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. I spent most of the time traveling back and forth, and the most enjoyable part happened to be. Uh, the travel time, so not the actual park. So I have to wow. say the Magic Kingdom, I have no desire to go back there unless I have a lightning lane. And even then, it, it's it's just so bad. I saw lightning lanes just backed up. So I saw where you um, were responding to somebody on social media that night where it said uh, uh, somebody had mentioned to you because you had did a live, I think, at uh, Magic Kingdom, and yep. 
they said, uh, are you at Horror Nights uh, tonight? And you said, no, but I probably should have been or something like that. And I, yeah, was thinking, I thought yeah. I should be because I had, I had a pass for Horror Nights. I could have went there just as easily. And yeah, it honestly probably would have been a lot more fun to do. You probably would have got more done, uh, you know. So yeah, just remember, if it's a random Wednesday in the beginning of October, the Magic Kingdom may be unbearably packed. It's like, yep. Yeah, uh... So I'm I'm thinking that maybe it's because some of the schools down south there have uh, fall break going on. And, mm. you know, over the last couple of weeks, like my nephew just had fall break, um, I think uh, two weeks ago. And so... Um, I, I'm wondering if that's not why it's been so busy. I don't, I honestly don't think so. I think you can, I've heard people rationalize for years as to why it's unbearably busy all the time. And you can always apply something. It's kind of like when the stock market goes down or up, they always say because of this, because of that, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, to me, it doesn't seem all that related as related as they uh, like to think it is. All right. Well, John, let's get into our discussion then. Uh, where has the uh, magic gone, right? I mean, a lot of people talk about the uh, the Disney magic, as, as we said earlier, and um, kind of frame it lately in a negative light uh, that it's, it's completely gone. And I think... You and I would both agree that we don't believe it's completely gone. Um, I think that's just like in in this world that we live in, everything is just like absolute. You know, it's absolute one way or absolute another way. But I think there is some middle ground, and uh, maybe we can explore that middle ground a little bit today. But uh, what do you think, John, about the magic? Why do you think people are getting fairly negative? Um, with the uh, you know with that statement well I don't necessarily think people are getting um, I, 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 I think it has a lot to do with uh, I think it just has a lot to do with uh, Disney overall I mean I'm, I'm trying to think of a good way to put it that's, uh, that's nice but as a, as a local, I can tell you that, you know, the magic is much less for me right now. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily gone, though, which is, you know, why, why I uh, wanted to mention that. And my most recent trip was a good example. The Magic Kingdom was not fun. Um, it... it, it I, I was able to get a few, you know, nice pictures and things like that. But overall, it was not a fun experience at all. So, again, uh, for me, uh, it, the magic, uh, the magic of the Magic Kingdom, at least, did have a bit of, uh, a, it, it, it is a little bit gone. But I did get on the monorail, though, and go to Epcot. And Beacons of Magic was still 
pretty good, you know, like I really enjoyed that. And it, it did the monorail ride and going to Epcot kind of saved it for me. Um, it's not the, it's not the uh, best way to look at it, but, and I guess we could talk about some of the negative parts. Um, I, I, I forgot to mention we ate at Cosmic Rays and th this was a couple of weeks ago. And there was literally food all over the floor, like entire chicken nuggets on the floor, just just uh, napkins, garbage. Um, the walls were were uh, I don't know what you call it. It's that look when people with dirty hands touch things a lot, yeah. and you could see the dirt on the walls and the garbage on the floor and there were cast members around that were literally stood there from the time we sat to the time we left. They didn't clean any table. They didn't pick anything up. And again, I don't know, maybe it wasn't their job, I guess. Like I'm assuming that they're somebody else's job was to do that. I don't know, but I can tell you they did not come in that day if it was the case. And sunny eclipse wasn't playing because they had the, the uh, Halloween party signage up, and I guess they can't make him go up and down. So I think if, if Sunny Eclipse would have been there, I would have, my focus would have went more to him instead of what am I stepping on? <laughs> like, yeah. what's all over the head? <laughs> and my wife agreed. She basically said, this is just gross. Like, this is not Disney standards at all. Like, not even close. And I know they can't always... When things get really busy, it gets overwhelming, this and that. But this was just, this felt like a, it felt like Six Flags, you know? Like, hey, who cares? Just sit in your own pile of garbage and eat. And I'm, I found it kind of gross. And I've never felt that way at Disney. Like, that you're just in a dirty place and it's just gross. And again, I, I sat close to a wall and I, it had brown dirt smudges all, all over everything and again i don't have any pictures to show you i'm i i didn't think oh yeah i'm gonna document this and again i have no reason to make it up and uh, if you don't believe it i don't really care either so it's just one of those things that uh I'm sure other people have noticed it too. You go mm -hmm. around, garbage cans are overflowing. That's a new normal thing at Disney. Um, the food quality is getting more and more suspect. I'm finding myself eating there less and less, like things that I did like. I'm not really bothering anymore. There are still some good things. And I, I just talked about Citrico's a couple of weeks ago. Still unbelievably good. I, I, I can't wait to go back there again. But uh, overall, though, I'm noticing things like uh, the Garden Grill. They used to give you turkey. Now they give you chicken. And not just chicken. A lot of the parts of the chicken that normally people don't want. So they're... <laughs> You know they're 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 like taking the the chicken legs and like shredding it and trying to make it present it in a di different way. I'm like, man, the accountants are uh, descending on the restaurants now. And again, that's not necessarily magic. The Garden Grill was still unbelievable. The food was not as good as it was before, but that was that that was one of the. Uh, 
that's one of the examples I have to say when people say the magic is gone. Well, I was um, I was at the Garden Grill and the cast members there that that you know the friends of the characters, the waitress, uh, our waiter, they they brought the magic in a big way. So again, I can agree with a lot of the people who say, "Oh, the magic is dead; it's gone." They're definitely working on that. And, but I can also say that I still keep finding it, which is why I keep going back. And I was going to say, you, you, you must have similar thoughts because you recently renewed your annual pass. And I can't imagine that, uh, you know, that, that that was a small decision with the price of annual passes and the amount of traveling you have yeah. to do. Well, yeah, for us being out of staters, I mean, that equation is, is, pretty heavy i mean it's it's a lot a lot more money for out-of-state annual passes um people and we don't have the we have to pay it all at once you know we can't mm-hmm. break it up in installments the other part of it is that um you know uh yeah travel costs travel costs are are big um that is it is a big equation and um vacation days spending on you know that we can't just go after work we have to do a whole planning routine so um my experience and and what i would say i agree with you i think i i've noticed the garbage situation um in every trip since the pandemic to be honest with you and the garbage situation has just gotten really bizarre particularly around the restrooms um in magic kingdom especially um yeah but i i would say um that has kind of gotten out of hand. I, I'm not sure why, but I will say another thing to that, John, and it's not just the cast members, I think. The the guests are different, I think. The guests have some responsibility here with, you know, like the smears on the walls and, and throwing <laughs> stuff on the floor. I mean, there's some responsibility on the guest side here. I don't know what's going on um, that, I mean, it's not like, you're you're bringing in like the the wild boys or something i mean it costs a lot of money to go to magic kingdom so you would think like those people to go to disney world you'd think those people um would would have some manners and not just feel like throwing trash all over the ground or you know come from like a a place where they actually have respect for their surroundings and people don't i mean i've seen people throwing crap everywhere and and maybe that's part of the company too maybe they feel oh i'm paying all this money now i'm just gonna do you know what i mean but i in my opinion uh, it part of it may also be um if there's already garbage everywhere, then I guess it's not that important, right? It's like, that's, uh, maybe I'll just leave my cup sitting there. There's already yeah. garbage on the ground right next to it. I don't know. That's a great point. Again, that's not a good way to look at things, but... No, I mean, but it's it's valid. It's a valid reasoning. I mean, if, if it's there, people have a tendency to follow the crowd, right? I mean, look how they, they go to rides, like... If everyone goes in a clockwise or counterclockwise direction to ride a ride, everyone's going to Tomorrowland or Frontierland, right? I mean, uh, I I've been talking about it for a long time now, and I do hear other people beginning to talk about it too. But the cast members have not all of them, but many of the cast yeah. members have 
they don't have much magic in them. A lot of them seem like they don't like the guests. They don't like the mm. company. They don't like their job. They, they're just there for a paycheck and they're going to do as little as possible. And again, I don't know if that's generational. I don't know if it's because of pay or whatever, but you know, before people worked at Disney because they loved Disney, they loved the, the theme park and, you know, I've never worked there, but I always imagined if I did, I would want to act accordingly. And my main thing wouldn't be me. It would be that I don't want to make the company look bad. I want to represent the company and keep that magic going. And I know my wife did work there for a few years and she was, she got many, many guest compliments for creating magic and stuff. And Again, I just don't see it that much. But then again, I'm not a little kid too, so you know they're not going to be like, "Oh, here's a middle-aged guy, <laughs> let's yeah. let's create some magic for him." It's like that doesn't really happen. But I can't say the Garden Grill—they made it a point to include me in everything, even though I'm a grumpy-looking old guy, just <laughs> you know, probably sitting there not making eye contact. Uh, Mickey came right up and. He gave me a grading. He shook my hand. They gave me a hug, all this stuff. And I'm like, man, they went out of their way to include yeah. the uh, the introverted guy who didn't want to interact. They made sure I did. So I was very happy about that. And again, yeah. again, I only have a few experiences recently that the magic is there. But I, I still say, too, the walking path from the magic kingdom to the parking lot for me that's magic i'm the yeah. only one there but i love it <laughs> but but that kind of that's an important point though i mean it it sounds like something simple that you know we can just look at and say you know whatever but um a lot of it's based on your perspective right i mean your perspective is that hey that that made me feel a certain way and so the magic in, in some essence, while it is partially the cast members that help create that, the company that helps create that, the Imagineers that help create that, it's also part of your perspective, what you find enjoyment in and what you find, you know, what you're taking out of each experience. Obviously, when you have full overflowing trash bins and um, dirty bathrooms and restaurants and stuff, that's going to affect your magic a little bit. But that night you just said about magic kingdom you know it was busy and it was crowded but you know what here's a great perspective from the walking path of the fireworks you know and the monorail is coming by and those are well, things that you find you know magical i have to say though if you're just going to the park and you and you want to go on the rides and do all the the normal experiences it's got to be hard you know oh, you yeah. really have to be you know, you've got to be one of those people that just keeps a good positive outlook, even though uh, you keep getting knocked back and wait and wait and wait and more delays and problems and just keep that smile going. Yeah. And again, I wish I could do that more, but as a local, I just don't have that in me anymore. I'm well, not a... Uh, yeah, I, I often think, uh, is this just a plussed out um, Six Flags now with some of the experiences? If you can't get on the rides and you got to wait in long lines or pay for like a fast pass type thing, 
is it basically just like a, a Six Flags or Hershey Park at this point with some pluses, you know, and some shows? I, I mean, I, I don't I don't know the answer to that. For me, it isn't because, you know, I do have the experience of going to the parks often. Um, but for some people, especially the people that go there for the first time, wonder what they well, even think at this point. Um, if you can't get on the rides, you come, you pay. You pay all that uh, money. You probably don't know about Genie Plus or my Disney experience. Even if even much. if you do, though, you can't ride everything with that when it's crowded. I know with lower crowds, it works much better, but there's no li limit to how many of those that they sell. And so imagine you bought Genie Plus and you got it for certain rides, but the ones you couldn't get it for, you're going to be waiting for an awful long time. Right. And again, I I just I'm gonna try Genie Plus again. Um, I think uh, maybe next month. Uh, I, I'm gonna try it if the Magic Kingdom is open on the 17th. I'm gonna get it just by myself. I'm gonna go and see how many rides I can get. But if there's a Christmas party or a Halloween party, that's not gonna work. But I do want to try stacking again. And I'm gonna try it by myself, but again, I, uh, I, I it, it didn't work so well the last time I tried it. But I do want to give it another shot, because again, that's the big missing thing. I went to the Magic Kingdom, and the rides were extremely long waits, and I could not see the fireworks. So it's like, I, that's and a I'm, lot of magic I'm, there. I'm not gonna wait in a crowd of people you know, for, for an hour or so to watch fireworks because the amount of anger that would probably, um, uh, that, that I probably end up feeling when people step right in front of me at the last second. So I still can't see, I, I just wouldn't be able, I would probably storm out anyway. And again, some of that's my own problem. I'm short. So I always seem to have the tall people come and stand right in front of me. And I'm like, ah, oh. <laughs> or the people that put the kids on their shoulder or something Well, the, like the that. kids is all right, I guess. I, yeah. Usually they get tired after yeah. a while and put them down. But just being short is difficult for uh, fireworks watching, you know. And I'm not the shortest guy, but I'm short enough that there's always some tall person that I can't quite see around. So, again, I'm not going to wait because I don't think I'd be able to handle that well. But another yeah, I thing I want to do talk about though too mm -hmm. on top of you know the entire uh, entire food items all over the floor garbage not being picked up um, lack of service in general we also have rides deteriorating with yeah. no seem they don't seem to be concerned about it at all and mm -hmm. uh, I think the new little mermaid ride is one of the biggest uh, offenders there um, What's I don't I don't remember the seagull's name, but um, the the seagull from the Little Mermaid is supposed to be in the queue. He's yeah, been gone, gone for months. Like he 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 would be out there talking in the queue. He's just been gone for months and months. I hear that the crab game that's in the queue too. M many of them don't work anymore. Hmm. Um, the last time I rode the ride, it broke down probably. I don't know, probably eight or nine times. It was, it, it was not enjoyable at all because it stopped and it stopped 
and it stopped. And the time before that, the uh, we we saw some of the uh, ride vehicles were faced the same way the entire time. So they had these people <laughs> riding, <laughs> looking backwards, looking at things they're not supposed to be looking at. And I'm like, and again, I've been. That's one we do a lot, which is why it's a, an example that I use because we could get on that without an extreme weight. But even that has been a 30 minute plus weight lately again. And again, it's uh, broken. There's many parts that are broken and they're not getting fixed. They just don't seem to care. And uh, another good example is Spaceship Earth. It got mm -hmm. to the point where it, it stops so often and then you hear these loud mechanical grinding sounds like it sounds that should not be coming out of there. And again, I've heard from around property that they're just not spending money on maintenance anymore. I ride the dinosaur ride. So many of the animatronics aren't doing anything anymore. They're just broke. And it's like, oh, they're broke. What are you going to do? Um, a bug's life. Hopper, I don't think he's back yet. He, when he was, was the last most, time he even worked? I don't know, but he was the most interesting part of uh, Tough to Be a Bug. I would always sit on that side just because Hopper was such a good animatronic. He's not coming out anymore. And again, I don't know. The, the uh, amount of people there is a lot. Like, meaning, I, I, I've been going to Disney two to three times a week for the past five years. Um, crowds are not down. Prices are up. They're making a lot of money. So I'd like to know what in the heck are they doing with this money and why aren't you maintaining the rides? Why aren't you cleaning the restaurants? Like, I, I uh, yeah, it's it's definitely not. I can honestly say the I, the thought of going back to Cosmic Rays, I just don't. Not that it was all that great before, but I always loved to watch co Cosmic Rays. I literally makes me feel nauseous to think of just food all over the ground. Like you don't have food all over the, that's that in Florida, that's how you get bugs and yeah. like and rats and everything else. And no matter what Disney tries, they can't get rid of all that stuff. You can't leave that stuff out there like that. So in my mind, bad stuff is coming for restaurants because you, you can't just let that stuff sit there. I wouldn't do that in my own house. If there's food items, you better pick that up because those, those bugs find a way. Don't get in there. So you can't give them a reason. <laughs> so, again, if they don't have bugs coming in from that kind of thing, then you're sitting in a pile of poison because that's the only thing that's going to stop him would be really intense poison. So either way, I'm not liking the outlook. You got to keep that stuff clean. You don't want to sit in poison and you don't want to, uh, you don't want bugs come in with food sitting all over, all over the place. And I would love, I wonder if I should do it sometime. I would have loved to have said, I'd like to talk to, I don't know, a coordinator, a leader, somebody in charge of something and just say, how does this happen? Because I see people all around doing nothing and I, I guess it's not their job, but how does this happen exactly? You know, and just, just, just a question, like there could be a good explanation, but from my I'm... perspective as a guest, I see people doing nothing, 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 horrible environment. 
it's like if I worked there, unless I wasn't allowed to, I think I'd be like, I better clean this up. This is not good. It's not looking good for the company or me. Like we need to, I, I don't know. That's that, that's that, what that, I was going to say, though. Maybe they're not allowed to because of a union rule or something. You know how some of the unions kind of, you know, this person has this set of rules and this person gets upset if you fall, you know, if you wander yeah, into their responsibility. There, I, I always thought that, that like, it. management, you know, I, I used to see management going around picking up garbage all the yeah, time. and me too. I, they used to push that a lot because they always said, you know, Walt Disney would go into the parks. Mm-hmm. And he he was an old guy, and he would be late scooping up that garbage and making sure. He said, "Nobody is above this. You have to keep the parks looking clean." That was a major that that was a major tenet of Walt's philosophy. You mm-hmm. got to have clean parks. It's like the minimum you can do. So, it's one of those things you get an expectation of. I when I go to D- Disney parks, I I do have expectations and. I guess I didn't even know I had them until I saw they weren't doing it. I'm like, wait a minute, this is not this is I, and, not right. I'm- you know, as as far as the cast members go, I think it's kind of a mixed bag sometimes because sometimes you you have this uh, like we went to um, Tertorio, uh, how do you say it, Alforne or whatever at the boardwalk this past time, and um, this this last trip and our server went above and beyond and was just excellent i mean i gave a cast compliment and that's one thing i do if i run into you know some sir um some service uh some server providing service that makes me feel like you know this cast member went above and beyond or or tried to create magic i always do the cast compliment and this past time uh, a couple times you know i did a couple times but there were a few i felt somewhat disinterested cast members and i mean given their state of pay and things like that i kind of get that but that's kind of the point i mean again is it is it turning into into six flags i I I would say the pay was never good though and even now the pay is pretty darn good compared to other places like uh uh you know small businesses in florida you're lucky to make like 10 or 11 dollars an hour they just mm-hmm. don't have the money to pay disney pays i what do they pay right now i think they pay sure. pretty good I'm, I'm sure it's like 15 16 something like that so in the big scheme of things they're still better than a lot of places my wife manages a kid salon and she's had multiple people leave and go work for disney because they they just can't compete with pay you know Mm -hmm. like disney can pay a lot more and there's the the fringe benefits too of park entrance and tickets and things like that so but anyway there's with disney it's more than the hourly rate because you know they don't need to buy an annual pass like you they can get their family in a certain amount of times a year. They get big discounts. They get um, the health benefits are great at Disney. So there's a lot of things. Like when my wife got offered a job there again, we there was a lot of stuff for us to consider beyond hourly rate. You know, it's like, oh, well, they get so much per hour. It's like, well, that's all well and good. But the other stuff matters too. So anyway. So anyway. I just feel like a lot of people are working there right now that don't actually like it that much. It's the feeling that I get, you know, for them, it's just a job. And, you know, technically it is just a job, but a lot of the people who worked it would uh, work it because 
they always wanted to be part of it, you know. So, mm-hmm. I um, as far as like the what you find magical, I think you kind of the beacons of magic for um, Epcot is really cool. Like that creates sort of magic, particularly when they do things like the Muppets overlay or the. Um, you know, the, the 40th anniversary thing. But, you know, you always, when you go into that, like the 40th anniversary and to some degree the 50th anniversary last year, didn't you go into it sort of expecting to to see like a, um, I don't know, a tribute to the parks or something, at least with the 50th anniversary? And you really didn't get that. You, you didn't get that at all. So that kind of screwed up that magic, I think. This year they seemed to learn their lesson with the Epcot beacons of magic, but they still didn't do a tag on the on the show. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, it is it is a shame that they did they did more to celebrate Epcot's twenty fifth, Epcot's thirtieth, Epcot's thirty fifth. The fortieth was the least they've done so far. It literally they, well, they've was... created an expectation with those, right? And and the fans expected something bigger with the 50th something bigger with epcot's 40th and um they they didn't deliver which maybe speaks more to the cost cutting and the the way management even looks at the fans at this point you know Uh, um and i think that hurts the magic a little bit you know john something we're looking down main street right now and something else that i think kind of um killed the magic a little bit remember the the main street bakery at one point was disney run right and it had a certain appeal to it from that standpoint like you walked in there and um it just gave you a feeling of old timey like small town um bakery in in the middle of america right and then they gave it to starbucks and now they've given it to who like I think a mixture of Starbucks and Mars candies or whatever, you know, I mean, things like that have kind of changed that, that part of the atmosphere. So there's things like that, that have, I don't know. Well, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say the main street confectionery since they re since they redid it to make it better. I have not liked it as much. I don't really go in there at all anymore. It's, it's Mars products all over yeah. the place. So again, I like I like Mars products just fine, but I don't need to buy them from Disney. I don't need to spend forty dollars on M and M's. But I yeah. used they used to make the Rice Krispie treats, the big ones there. Right. And and if you went early, you could put in an order to have it like whatever you wanted, dipped in chocolate, add some whatever on it. And it would be about $20 and you pick mm-hmm. it up on the end of the night. And I have such fond memories of getting fresh, huge Mickey treats that I would eat throughout my vacation then. And I was like, man, I love the Main Street Confectionery. And we would always go in there and we'd wait at that little counter. And my wife and daughter would get some treats there. And I, I had a lot of fond memories of it. And now the new setup, yeah, I feel like, it's not just the setup. They don't have the same stuff anymore. No, it's just, it's like, I don't really like it. And I've gone in there many times and half the cashiers don't have anyone even. It's like, I, I don't know why you would take something everybody loves and say, let's just 
yeah let's let's make it completely different it's like yeah. i can see that if there's a problem with it there and and again they change things for higher capacity and stuff but it, it usually doesn't seem to work out as well as they thought it would you know? well but, that's just it main street has basically become a prettier looking look it looks like old timey like middle america but if you walk into the stores and walk into the um, eateries, it's like a Target, really, right? It's like a Target. Well, except Target, they don't charge you forty dollars for anything. No, they don't. It's like an overpriced <laughs> Target. <laughs> I don't but know. I, I, you know, I mean, I don't mean to go totally negative, and that's not there. There are a lot of magical things. It, um, it, it at disney currently i mean the transportation like the monorail the uh, skyliner yeah the skyliner you know. to me that's magic too you don't even me have to too. pay to get on that and i right. find that just so i don't know it's it's something that i don't go on anywhere else i'm, right. I'm never on a gondola in the sky anywhere except when i go to disney and i know the, there's the other boats ones. too right if you the go boats. skiing and stuff you might go on that kind of thing but the boats too like oh, you yeah. always say you know you say well i'm a pennsylvania boy i didn't really oh. get on the boats very often yeah you know? and to try to keep it balanced to some point the resorts too their their, mm -hmm. their resorts are still wonderful to i was gonna Most say that i was and gonna it, mention that again yeah. pop century that food court is in a sad state but i still love pop century though yeah. uh, all the resorts are just beautiful we were at uh uh, Port Orleans French Quarter a few weeks ago. Beautiful. The food was good. The uh, beignets were awesome. Just a beautiful little resort to visit. So for me, yeah. that's still magical. But if I was paying five or $10,000 to go on a vacation, I wouldn't be real happy if they're like, well, too bad. Go to the resort. The rides are full. I'd be like, what? That's true. <laughs> I mean, so, if you're if you're on your first time vacation, you're not creating magic at the resort. Yeah. Although that is the gateway, though, right? That's the gateway to the park. So that is your first. That kind of primes well, you. I was gonna say, perhaps too, the new people going are fine with the way it is, and my memory of not having to deal with it like this is what's making it have no magic for me. You know, so. Again, maybe in this picture you see here, all these people, maybe they think this is great. And, you know, they have to stay here for the next hour to wait for the fireworks. But that's fine because that's all they've ever known. And they think it's great. So, again, that could be. I'm not... So uh, I remember a time where you and I were discussing during the pandemic. Man, we really miss the crowds. <laughs> and the crowds came oh, back. Yeah. Yeah, and do you remember that? <laughs> we were like, man, yeah. miss the crowds. And they sure came back. Now, I will say, you know, like going to a place like the boardwalk on property, yeah. you know, walking around the boardwalk, um, <laughs> you know, going inside that resort, that resort is just like stepping back in time. And there's a lot of magic in that. In, in doing that in my opinion um looking in that um animation uh you know that that thing where you got to turn the crank and it, it shows the moving pictures and things that's really cool so there's little things like that that i think are still magical uh and and i, I think it's there it's just that you got to look a little harder for it 
And I think overall, that's what I would, that's what I would encapsulate the Disney experience right now, particularly for people like you and I who have been there so many times. And, and it's even harder for you because you can go there every week, you know, and you're seeing a, you're seeing a steady decline in some of the things that you really value that creates magic for you. I see it more, you know, I see it in different doses, but, um, I mean, just look at that. You find magic in that picture, you know, you find magic in that experience. Yeah. That's what I almost feel guilty on my uh, social media because I try to keep it positive all the time. And so obviously I'm not, I'm not putting up videos of overflowing garbage cans and things (laughs) like that, but they are there. I try to find the beautiful spots and the, and the really pretty things and the things that really catch my attention and put that up. But, uh, yeah, sometimes it, sometimes it makes me wonder though, like, uh, uh, you know, the other I'm not misleading anybody. No, but I mean, let's, let's think about the, um, big thunder mountain railroad. Okay. You found recently, which I, I knew about that. I, we should have discussed that before, and I should have shared that with you, but the the crack in the wall where you can kind of see the train coming, that was imagineered. That was an engineered thing to create magic and create an experience for you to be able to look through there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, where you can kind of see the train coming at you just by that little crack in the wall. And it's kind of a hidden thing, you know? So, Yeah, I have to say too, one of the other things that kind of, brings the magic down a little bit is uh, you know when I go I try not to even go to Epcot on like weekend nights because it is a place for people to get drunk and drunk people do not create magic (laughs) they definitely don't even when they're not being too bad just to hear that loud out of control yelling and carrying on stuff Again, even when it's fine, I it it kind of uh, puts me on edge a little bit because when you're as old as I am, you can hear the drunkness, and drunk yeah. people tend to cause problems. So it's one of those things that my uh, brain is telling me maybe this is not a great place to be. There's a large group of drunk people here, which you know if. Alcohol does not lead to a lot of good things for the most part. So, you know, I, I, I do drink, not a lot, but I have family members too who enjoy going to Epcot to drink and things like that. I'm not against it. I'm just saying you don't look at alcohol and say, oh, here's, here's the list of good things that happen because I drink a lot. It's like, yeah, it's usually, right. usually it's the opposite. It's like, here's the list of things I shouldn't have done or shouldn't have said or whatever because I, I totally uh, yeah, yeah i don't want to get i don't want to drink too much at epcot i i i uh, i just would not feel comfortable with it but yeah yeah i i totally agree with that um I, and i think you know again i don't know what would be a good way to how do you gatekeep that you know what i mean if you're gonna have alcohol in the parks how do you gatekeep how do you prevent somebody from overdoing it? You know what I mean? I don't know if there's like a stamp or a card or something you can do. Maybe I, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I don't think there's much you can do. About I, I don't think there is. And again, that's, that's like, first of all, they introduce the alcohol. That's probably the part that, you know, 
maybe opened up those opportunities for that. But, uh, you know, second of all, again, responsibility lands somewhat on the guest, you know, for that to control themselves. But I, I definitely think kicking that door open, it kind of messes that magic up a little bit. I, I do think, but, um, yeah, I, I, again, I, I think overall it's what you experience at the parks. It's your perspective, right? And, you know, you have to, you have to find it if you, uh, you know, if you want to find that magic. So, um, I, I guess if somebody was looking to not find the magic and they, they wouldn't pay all that money to yeah, go into the park. It's really right? easy to do that too. So I do yeah, have a right? feeling that all, uh, all of us undesirable. <laughs> the, people, the undesirable mix. <laughs> they don't, they don't really want us anyway. And that's what one of the guys, I met a guy at connections cafe on the 40th. I think I mentioned it before. He basically said, I'm one of those undesirable guests that Disney doesn't really want here. I'm a pass holder. I'm a DVC member. And I've been coming here for many years. And he said, my wife and I went to horror nights and spent $600. We go to Disney and we spend as little as possible because we're not appreciated anyway. So we try not to. But again, uh, just one of those things uh, I see, I see we got a nice comment there, <laughs> yeah. which I would love to address that specifically. But yeah. if I did, YouTube would probably uh, put knock it down, put a bunch of uh, uh, whatever. Like they, it doesn't take much for YouTube to uh, stop you. And we're, we, we already don't have momentum. The last thing I need is to get stomped down. But I can tell you that I don't support Disney as a company. I do it as little as possible. I live near near Disney and I love the Disney parks. I'm not I've said it before, I'm not a huge Disney fan. Current management is absolutely awful. Um, I don't have Disney Plus. I don't like any of the movies they're doing. As a company, I'm not a fan of them at this point. Um, back when I think Michael Eisner was the last guy that I really respected there. But at this point, I live right down the street from Disney World. I absolutely love the parks. And again, I think it's in spite of Disney rather than because of them. You know, I'm not one of those. Everything Disney does is great, guys. So, yeah, again, and, uh, I love the parks. And yeah, it's in spite of how how ridiculous they are and how bad they treat pass holders and everything i just keep going back so again i hope universal comes along and uh, punches them right in the gut financially with the epic universe but in response to your question all of those big companies support yeah. the same stuff that disney does and i don't like it at all i personally don't like it but i can't I can't boycott Disney and Comcast and Amazon and basically I I, I move out in the woods. Target. I can tell you that, uh, yeah, I'm not a supporter. Your your local grocery store, your health insurance company, your car insurance company. Yeah, the bank. It's like the bank. Look at these people when they don't like somebody. They all get together and make it. Where's where's the line? I mean, the the airlines, the car companies, 
you know, we can go on and on and on. The people that make your computers, the people that provide your internet, they're all doing that. And they do that because um, they feel pressure by their employees to provide those things. And uh, yeah, whether I, I agree with it or not, I, I, I'm not going to speak on that. But well, by the I, same token, I can't. I can't like pick and choose who I'm going to support and not support. Well, based I try on my best not to support. And I was going to say, uh, just so you know, too, I, I had mentioned before that my wife was offered a job back with Di Disney, which she would have made more money and had all those benefits again. And the way the company is and the things that they do and support. And that, that was part of her decision. She didn't know if she wanted to work for a company like them at this point, they're such a mess that, that she didn't feel like it, she didn't morally feel like she wanted to work for Disney. And I'm like, well, then don't, you know, don't do it for me. I really wanted to get on Tron er early, but, Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> don't work for them if you don't want to and i agree so again yeah. we don't have to talk about that but i didn't want to ignore it i didn't be one yeah. i didn't want to be one of those people who just ignores things too sure sure i got it so uh i guess to to bottom line our um our discussion is that um that the magic isn't gone magic's a little less and the the upper management and corporate structure is trying to kill the magic yeah, they're in favor of their fatter wallets and their big bonuses but there and and to some degree i guess the the cast members aren't trained in the way that they used to train to live in Walt's legacy, you know, and that's a big part of it. I think that's a huge part of it, John. Well, I can tell you a good way to bring the magic back would be stop going for a while. Yeah. I mean, I live right next to it. So I, I'm, I, I keep going, but man, I really feel like if they began to uh, lose customers, something might change. I don't think I, that's going to so. happen. It seems to be the opposite, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But anyway, I can still find magic. Yeah, and I in, can too. In very odd places. So yeah, keep listening yeah. if you want to know the weird places. You can still find magic. <laughs> yeah, <guess>. right. <laughs> it's probably not at the Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. <laughs> it's probably not, right? <laughs> Although I still love the people mover, even with the new narration. I, you know what? We did an episode. Um, we we did an episode not too long ago about finding other places that you can kind of find the magic mm -hmm. in in the different parks, and I find it like Tom Sawyer Island, places like that. And I, I think we've talked about that. You know, you go to the Country Bears Jamboree, you can go to different things that maybe aren't going to have these massive crowds that are going to give you some of that magic and and maybe maybe enrich your experience a little bit more um oh you know where that. you can go for magic too islands of adventure at universal studios <laughs> i can still feel the well, disney magic that's there. right the serious, the so. laid off engineers took their <laughs> took their uh their their anger and their um, regret and turned I it really into hope, a great i really park. hope that uh uh, epic universe is magical too because i think it will be i don't want disney world to go away but i do want them to get shaken up a little for the benefit yes. of all of us competition is great if we keep going and they don't care then that's where where we're at but universal may offer 
an awesome alternative, which if they do, yes. man, I hope I will be supporting that with my uh, social media in a big way too. So I, I look forward to it. Yeah. Wonderful. I hope it's half as good as I think it's going to be. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. I, I really do looking at what they're doing, what they're planning. It's going to be awesome. Yep. And uh, yeah, they don't use magic there, but no, no, they, they do other things. It's, yeah, that's going to be epic. All right, John. So how did your uh, social media go for the week? Well, it's been going all right. Um, we were talking a little before the podcast. I I, I, I made a post uh, last night and it took me, you know, it took me like an hour to make. For those of you watching, I can, I can show you here. This was one, this was one that I would say was one of my best ones so far i would say like it really is and so far it's got 22,000 views which honestly for my account is not that great i have like 104,000 followers um to contrast it how many followers do you have not many like a no. couple hundred two less than 200 less, less than, than 200, 200. you yes. put up a real last night you're in the 30,000 so far. right <laughs> so again 100,000 followers 22,000 views couple hundred followers 30 some thousand views so again youtube or instagram is so weird and they tend to do this to me like the more time i put in on something and the better i know like i i got some comments like one of the comments is this is the disney world video i always hope to see but never happened so good excellent work it's like i got some comments that kind of lined up with what i was thinking like wow this is really good work for me like part of it was luck part of it was i spent an hour putting it together and i really thought it was great too but again it is uh average at best like it's not that great and again for a, an account with a hundred thousand followers i get crap views i know so many people who have a fraction of that, that consistently yeah. get more Look, views than I do. So again, yeah this oh, yeah, is there's... my this is mine from uh that that has you know a, a ton of views and all that and it's just really not much to it that's it and and it like you said it's not no uh, it's a good video but again how long did it take you to make it yeah i i mean <laughs> it, it took like five minutes <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I, I waste my time with that, i did want to mention though and this is more on the positive side i uh i've, I've been doing really good with my 90 second videos on fridays and again, I said it's Friday, take 90 seconds, enjoy Expedition Everest. So this is up to like 57,000 views, which, you know, if I only had a couple thousand followers, that wouldn't be that good. But for somebody with 100, it, since we live in bizarro world and everything's <laughs> reversed, yeah. this is really great for me. You know? yeah. More than half of my followers actually saw it. So that one's doing good. So I'm up to like 104,500, which I'm happy that I'm back to slow growth again instead of absolutely nothing. Like it was such a 
a push to get through. And I noticed too, I haven't been talking about my bonuses for a while. Um, it's not on purpose. I just forgot with the new YouTube format and stuff. So far this month, and you know, I'm a social media professional with over a hundred thousand. So, yeah. you know, I made two hundred and two dollars and ninety cents on Instagram. You're rich. So you know, I'm doing you, well. You can retire I, from your day I job. I probably spent more than that in gas driving back and forth from the park. <laughs> I but bet you did. So that I just wanted to let everybody know when you hit a hundred thousand, Instagram treats you well. I mean, when with there that two hundred dollars, <laughs> you you bought that new iPhone, right? Hey, so hey, if we had a hundred thousand YouTube subscribers, we probably could live off that. You know? Yeah, that would be a couple thousand, probably a couple thousand dollars. So anyway, each. yeah, just so you know. I, I am invested in Instagram by five years, but they are a constant disappointment to me. Um, and we can, let's see. I think I, I did have another one too. Um, let's see what it looks like when I click on reels here. Let's see. I know I had one that hit a million, but this, this was like after my bonus was over because they certainly would not let it hit a million while I was That's just there. Crazy, I had a million man. view, which was my fast motion Everest with a, 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 a fast paced song behind it that hit a million, but it really didn't take off till after a bonus period. So luckily, huh. you know, Instagram makes sure that uh, they're not going to pay you a lot of money by <laughs> delaying the, the reach. So again, I'm doing pretty good. I've got, Right here is th th these are older now, but two hundred thousand, million, hundred thousand, two hundred fifty thousand. If I pick out the the winners, it's not that bad. Like I mm -hmm. I can't complain. Hundred forty thousand. This isn't my video though. That's a collaboration, which they seem to love when smaller people collaborate with me. It does better. So we need to try that again with you. You, you need to. I think. I, w I was going to tell you what you need to do, at least if you're collaborating with me, is make a shorter video. That's what I was going to do, like maybe a trending, one of those trending things. Because I noticed with a lot of your videos, I like them. They're good. But, they're long. But yeah. they're too long because you got to think of scrolling by. Yeah. If something doesn't change after two seconds, most people go to the next thing. So you got to think you only have this much time to get their attention. So if it's the same thing, they're going to go on oh, board, flick. Yeah. You need to go different, different, different. And they go, Ooh, wait a minute. Is that shiny keys? And then they watch and they go, they don't turn it. You tend to stay too long, which is more the old fashioned video way. Like you, you present like a YouTube. Something. Yeah. yeah. You're presenting a video. Instead you're shaking keys. You should be going, look, 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 look done and then you gotta and then then the algorithm will say you're that's awesome they watch the whole thing i'm gonna push it further push it mm -hmm. further which is that halloween one was like that you see how it was like three pieces you go ooh, what's oh some ooh, something else and it's yeah. done they watch the whole thing and if they watch the whole thing they go push it to the next level they watch the whole thing you know so it's a great point and that's why i tried that just tried it up but I, my tendency is to uh you know go a little longer but um obviously that that is not working that doesn't work yeah going longer is great but again going longer it works good for me 
like when I do it once a week, but it doesn't yeah. really get me growth as much as the people that already follow me really like it. You know? mm -hmm. All right. Now my universal, I'm at 102,000 followers with that. Unfortunately, that has slowed down drastically, just like my uh, similar to my Disney one when it hit 100,000. Like it, it was on the upward trend, just up, up, up. And then all of a sudden it said 100,000. It kind of stalled out and just slowly putters down. I'm hoping one of these updates to the algorithm, they stop, they say, well, how about the people who have been doing it for years that made it a certain way? Maybe we should let them succeed a little bit too. It's like, I'm in that weird forgotten group of I don't have 10 million but I'm also have a lot more than, you know, a, a, a thousand. So yeah. I'm in a weird spot. And I was going to say, uh, luckily for me, I have two accounts. And I'm going to tell you what my bonus is for Instagram, too. I can't show you on the computer. I, for some, I don't know how to bring that up. Or I would. My... Uh, Universal account, $243 in bonus. So, hmm. again, that's not bad. If you yeah. add the $243 plus the $200, it's, that gets to be in car payment zone, you know? Like, right. And I'm not joking about it. I'm not, I'm not putting that down at all. But that is an awful lot of work to get to the parks, to get the videos, to post constantly in both of them accounts to get it. But, again, I'm happy to do the grind and uh, – Hopefully it turns into something bigger someday. But just so you know, I have two separate accounts, over a hundred thousand each, and that's the kind of money I'm looking at. So, a lot of yeah. people have this in their head that when they get to this point, they're going to be rich, you know, or they're going to do something. And they might. Some people, some people uh, make a lot of money, and I didn't figure that out yet. I hope to. I didn't figure it out yet. You need to become a brand ambassador for somebody. That's what it is. Yeah, doesn't it? Nobody wants me for the brands, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. And again, uh, youth sells with that. So yes, you're right. You're it's right. like what? What? Imagine my face pushing what exactly? You know, it's like <laughs> I don't know, but they don't want me, and they're all against discriminating in any way except unattractive people it's like that nah, you're older out. folks like, and come on <laughs> it's like that's the one way you can still uh you know not be too nice to... how but did yeah. your uh how, how's your um tiktok going because i'm kind of curious about that you're seeing all this growth and stuff and with tiktok which also pays it pays out but it really is low right the pay rate for that is really low let's see if i'm logged into that uh oh i am Awesome. Let me see. On TikTok, um, I recently had another uptrend on TikTok. I'm up to 67,800 followers. And I have to tell you, my newest one that's doing pretty well, full ride on Splash Mountain. Hmm. And the reason I did that was I just did it yesterday. And I even wrote on there, I think I wrote, because I can... Just because I can. That's why I put that up. And the reason I say that is they made 10-minute videos on TikTok. I don't know if yeah. that's for everybody, 
or just some people, but they told me I can make 10 minute videos. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I looked in my phone and I'm like, well, I have an, a, a, a splash mountain video. That's like 10 minutes and 30 seconds. I can adjust that a little. And again, it's only been there for, a, you know, less than a day. <coughs> Excuse me. It's up to over 80,000. It's pretty good on a 10, 10 minute video. Mm -hmm. That is good. But I, I was going to say, when it comes to long for format, though, I would do it sparingly because I, I think they say, like with Instagram, uh, the short videos are for growth because the algorithm pushes them. The longer ones are to sustain your audience. You know, it satiates mm -hmm. their, you know, they, they might think all you do is post these 10 second videos. And then I give them a 90 second and they're like, oh, we love that. Thanks. But that's probably not getting me new viewers, but it's keeping my existing ones happy. Yeah. So with TikTok, I don't know how it works, but I know it's new. And, you know, I got a lot of comments on there about thanking me that they won't be able to get back and this and that. And so, you know, people seem happy that I did it. That's cool. Yeah, I could see that. I could see why, you know, that that, that particular audience would enjoy that every once in a while, you know? Yeah, I wanted to mention, too, that I, uh, the difference, too, like, here is, I did a Kevin video, 3,500 on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to show you, if I can, what it did on Instagram. And in this particular case, certain things do better in certain places. And Instagram did a lot better. Hmm. I don't know what it's doing now. It may not let me. But anyway, I'll just look on my phone. I just wanted to give an example because Kevin on Instagram versus Kevin on TikTok. And that's another thing that I've heard before. You should definitely uh, post, if, if you make a video, use it for more than one, but make sure it's a fresh one, like create it, recreate it. Don't mm -hmm. just copy the same video. I have 52,000 views on Instagram hmm. and 3,500 on TikTok. So again, TikTok doesn't care for Kevin. Instagram likes Kevin. So... <laughs> I don't know if TikTok, they, they just, maybe there's just too many birds already on. I don't know. TikTok. It really does. And we talked before about YouTube as well. Uh, YouTube shorts. I have YouTube shorts that get like seven views. Yeah. And then the next one gets 27,000 views. And then I get 11 views, 20 views, 15,000 views. It's like, it's all over, but. They don't seem to last long, though. Like, they're supposed to be evergreen, too, but I don't, they're not on there. Like, I rarely see a growth later. Like, it happens and then it's, it's done. So, hmm. again, Instagram or YouTube shorts are supposed to be a thing coming up uh, this next year. So, they want to make it so you can actually make money doing it. So, I'm trying to. Uh, when I when I have a video and an idea, I create it on TikTok, I create it on YouTube Shorts, I create it on Instagram, and I do that because it varies a lot. You never know what's going to happen between the three. And uh, yeah, 
the way Instagram treats me, I'm hoping to blow up on another site instead. Because as uh, as uh, much as I try with Instagram, they're a constant source of disappointment for me too. So. Yeah, I, I could see you at some point switching if you got enough traction somewhere else. Oh yeah, if, if you, I take you always do Instagram. Yeah, you always do Instagram, but I could see you putting more. Um, more attention into uh, TikTok. And I, I got to say, since you started doing the uh, TikTok thing and then Reels came in, you've gotten a really creative with your content and that's given you an outlet to really use your creativity. Um, I, I think that started again with TikTok when you went with it. And um, yeah, I'm not saying that's going to replace Instagram because the revenue isn't even close and the the way it works but it's just neat to see how how it is working for you yeah i could let people know that too um just for fun um how much money am i making on tiktok because i make money there too and all these numbers give you an idea as to why i need a real job and have a real job (laughs) Let's see. On the last one I have on ten five, I made a dollar forty six. Wow. And ten four, I made seventy three cents. Ten three, I made fifty one cents. Ten two, I made ninety two cents. So, gives you an idea. I get some spare change every day from TikTok. Um, since I've been doing this, I have four hundred thirty two dollars. But that's probably I don't know what, like a year or something. Probably about a year. It's a lot. I never took any money out of it. So I don't make enough money to do much of anything, but I don't know. I could probably subscribe to HBO Max or something. I do want to watch Game of Thrones. Maybe I'll do yeah, that. You could. You could watch the uh, I might it, get, House of the Dragon or whatever. Yeah, it's like $15 a month I'm getting from there. It'd be nice. Yeah. But then I got to pay taxes on it too. So we'll oh, see. Yeah. I don't know if I can afford HBO Max and the taxes. I might be. Yeah, you get walloped with the taxes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, I like to let people know that because, you know, I I literally have have had people contact me wanting to know if I'm hiring and this and that. And I'm like, man, I wish I was. It would feel great to make enough money that I could hire people to help me. My goodness, that would be awesome. But unfortunately, I'm working full-time myself. uh, Again, I'm trying to figure it out. If anybody has any ideas, uh, let me know. Yeah, any brands that, uh, you know. Even that, I heard brand deals are not the best thing. They're they're limited in money. They're high maintenance. They're they're a lot of work. Half of them just try to give you some free stuff. It's like, you know, there's only so much stuff I need, so... And again, they tend to like young. They want to drive, and they want to drive your narrative too. They want to direct you as to what you're going to post and things. Yeah, yeah. There, there's certain companies I would do that with, but for the most part, like I did one once with the Fatheads, and the best I could think, like you know, all they did, they didn't give me any money. They gave me a free wall decal so i just picked one and basically it was before christmas so i posted a reel or picture of it or whatever and i just said if you're looking for a last minute um uh 
gift idea for Disney fans. This is these are very unique thing to do, and I believe that I didn't have to go out of my way. Right. Um, you know, if I wanted to, was looking for a gift for a Disney fan, it was like Cinderella's castle that goes on the whole wall. It's pretty cool. I I do think that would be a really unique, cool gift for somebody, and. So I didn't feel bad doing it, you know. But again, it really didn't do anything for me. I still have it out in my garage. I don't I don't really want it. I don't I don't know who to give it to. Nobody seemed to want it. My friend has a young daughter and he's like, "Oh, her wall is full. There's no room." Huh. And I'm like, "Well, I don't know what to do with it, you know. It's I, so Yeah, I, that's a brand deal. I yeah, got one. I I, I actually heard, I don't know if you've ever heard the uh, Jordan Harbinger podcast, but he interviewed Shaquille O'Neal one time, and um, it is, he's a good podcast. I'd recommend anyone to listen to it, particularly if you have any interest, a general interest in people, celebrities, marketing, things like that. But he uh, interviewed Shaq, and Shaq said he does not do any brand deals with anything that he wouldn't support. And yeah. everything that he does, he uses. So the general insurance that he does stuff for, he does it because he uses, you know, he uses the icy hot. He, he uses that stuff. Yeah. You like, know, so he's, he's a great he's, guy. He's, everything he's he does. He's a you know, businessman. Though, he too, is. You know, yeah. but you don't expect a basketball player and a bu businessman because sports people and business people are usually not the same. But man. Yeah. Shaq is uh, smart. I like he I is, like, uh, and he's great. His I background is. Advice from him. He's one of the most successful people ever. He's been absolutely. In movies. He was. He, he's an awesome at basketball. Just an all-around, yeah. fun, friendly, likable guy. You know, rapper, like a movie star. I don't think I ever met anybody stuff. who's like I hate that Shaq guy. Yeah, nobody, right. Ever. Nobody. Nobody <laughs> says that. Who says that? You know. <laughs> so, I've never heard anybody yeah. say, oh, there's one guy I can't stand. It's that Shaq. <laughs> yep, everybody likes him. Oh, and he's right. everywhere. So if someone didn't like him, you'd never get out. You would. Absolutely. All right, John, how can they find you online? And you can find me at c.wdw on Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, cwdw on YouTube, c.uo on instagram and uh facebook and i think that's it all right you can find me at the giant rat t-h-e-e -E, giant rat on instagram and on tiktok and that should do it for this week we will see you on the next one